0: Listening to Feel Your Purpose Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Owen, and we have a guest in studio today with us. I love interviewing people from my hometown just because I don't know if this is everywhere across the United States and I know there's a lot of people who listen to this that are all over the world but here in my hometown of Owensboro Kentucky there are some real doers and amazing women who are calling their shots and doing the damn thing and just amazing amazing people loving on other women and really just sharing their journey so that women can lock arms together. And this is one of those girls, Hannah. She is such a sweet breath of fresh air. She, her accent definitely makes me just smile and I love listening to her talk. And I know that you all will love it as well. She's actually not from Kentucky originally, Um, North Carolina is where she kind of planted her roots as a child, but she um, has moved here with her husband and they've um, had their first baby recently and she is here to talk all about that and kind of really how she found life on purpose and leaned into faith and really just kind of talking through that in um, today's episode. She says she's married to the funniest and the smartest guy she's ever met. met. She is a a mama to an amazing one-year-old, which you're going to hear about today. She's the founder of Faith Found Me. She's the creator of Anchored Affirmations. And she's just wanting to be an encourager. She loves to encourage people, and she loves to be vulnerable and real and definitely inspire you to lean into faith. And she says she's a student of life, and I believe that. and you're gonna find out why today because she is just a delight and is definitely going to be one of those people that just bring a smile to your face today. So you're gonna be so glad that you tuned in. And I'm excited to share her and her journey and just pour into you today. So um, buckle up, Buttercup, as we dive into today's purpose. You are listening to Feel Your Purpose podcast. I am your host, Amanda Owen, and I'm super excited to have a guest with us today, actually in studio, Fun fact, um, she actually knocked on my door with two White Claws ready um, for us to dive into today's purpose in her episode. So if you are listening, um, I love for you all to grab whatever favorite drink that you like, but my favorite drinks are a White Claw, a Diet Dr. Pepper, or right now is water. So um, yeah, we have Hannah Blainford um, in house today and the guest um, her speaking with us today into the community is really going to be about the purpose of being a mom, being a, um, a woman on a mission um, to live out life on purpose and how she's kind of discovered that through going through postpartum and um, really trying to build a community around her in order to thrive through having a newborn and all of the things that go with it. And as you all know, I am a boy mom, but my boys are older, and I remember going through a lot of the things that she has experienced, but I'm like nine years after, 10 years after, so um, it's going to kind of be a throwback thing for me, but as many of you all listening, you all are moms and young moms and trying to balance work life and figuring out how to learn your identity and um keep your identity and who you really are at the soul even whenever you add the title of mom into that so i know that she is going to fuel you today um and i'm super excited to have her here to love on her and pour into this community so welcome hannah i'm so glad that you're here we haven't even popped open the white claw and we're already whoop whoop i know (laughs) It's so great. I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for having me I'm super excited. I know that you're going to be such a delight and I don't know that you can hear her southern twang It's my favorite part about Hannah (laughs) (laughs) Now y'all know <laughs> so, if you're listening for the first time, we are from Kentucky if you cannot tell, but Hannah definitely has that southern drawl to her voice and it makes it so sweet and I love it. Um so yeah, I want you to kind of start off and tell the audience and who's listening a little about who you are. Okay, well first off, I'm a
1: North Carolina native. Um go Tar Heels, just kidding. Um I was a Pack fan. Go Pack. Um so I am we've been living in North, we've been living in Kentucky since 2019 and my husband's from here. Uh he grew up on the west side of town. And uh we met whenever he was in residency at um a small town Lumberton North Carolina and um yeah, we met and The rest is history. He brought me all the way up here, and I love it, love the community. Everybody here is really sweet, and um, I've grown in my faith in the last three years of being here, and um, the community just has impacted that a lot. Um, I'm a child of God. I'm a wife. Um, I'm a friend. I'm a mother. Yeah, and that's a newly new title, right? How old is your little girl? She'll be a year old this Saturday.
0: I know that's what we're going to spend a lot of time talking about, of um, being in the journey of parenthood. But let's, before um, we go even into that, how old were you when you moved away from your hometown into a new community? Twenty-three. And so were you all married or were you all just um, engaged? So that was the thing. As
1: Southern women, you got to wife me up before (laughs) you can take me from my family. Um, And so, yeah, we got engaged. And we got married in the mountains of North Carolina, Maggie Valley area. Really beautiful. About an hour from Asheville. And um, we got married. We moved in 2019. We bought a house. He started at Owensboro Health and uh yeah I mean all the changes but we're those people like we just make
0: all the changes at one time it's like hey let's shake it all up I think one of the um, reasons I asked kind of what you how old you were and and when moving is because I think so many times it's so hard and people listening is change is hard and moving away from you know what you know and that comfort Kind of take us back. And that was actually, and I hate saying this, but a year before COVID happened. And so you're not only are you newly married, you're moving into a new community. And about a year probably after being here, then COVID hit. So I imagine that took a toll on what that looked like. So kind of how did you have the courage, I guess? Maybe you're madly in love. Maybe that was it. But how did you have the courage to do something new and what what got you through that season so i really feel like whenever i
1: was 23 like um i stayed with my parents and then once me and jonathan met we he actually lived in fayetteville so i grew up in dublin north carolina um peanut capital of the world (laughs) fact finding i (laughs) like it um and so we moved in together um Pretty short period of time, Um, and I moved to Fayetteville, which was forty-five minutes north. um, And Fort Bragg is there, and so I moved there, moved in with him, and that was like a big. That was kind of like a a big transition for me. So it was kind of like moving away from home without like moving away from home, Mm. Um, because they were within driving distance. I mean, I saw them, you know, a couple times a week, and so that kind of helped with the transition to move. 11 and a half hours from home so
0: yeah I had that that advantage of doing that but um so you kind of like dappled baby step and then the the big step so in that first year before kind of COVID hit and and when you moved here what do you think was um what kind of got you through like how did you build we're going to talk about building community later and how important that is but do you feel like it took a long time to find your find your roots and find your community in a new town? I feel like the first six months
1: were really lonely. Um, I went from had like I worked in the medical field. I was a CNA. Whenever I met Jonathan, and whenever we moved, I didn't work. Um, I had entertained the idea, mm-hmm. but then I was like, "Oh yeah, I, I like really like being at home." But then those days got lonely. We got two dogs. Mm-hmm. We have a Rottweiler and an Australian Shepherd, Bryson and Maggie. <laughs> and um that they really kind of helped. like it didn't feel so lonesome mm-hmm. um having them at home with me. But as far as like branching out and like building a community and and becoming a part of the community, um, was really just a leap of faith. I mean, I just put myself out there and it was like, well, if you like me, you like me. If you don't, you don't. And that's okay. So, yeah, it was just a matter of just putting myself out there. And then, you know, once you meet one person, then you meet other
0: people and it just builds from there. Absolutely. And all it takes is one. Right. Yeah. I think so many women are so scared to like, put themselves out there out of so many fears and we get in our own way. So, okay, let's fast forward because really what I think that you can really pour into this community and something that uh, I love what you're doing. um, But you're a mom and you are very um, vulnerable and transparent and very open in the discussion of going through postpartum and um, navigating that journey and, and how to build a community and, and, be able to reach out um, and ask for help and because of that journey um, and the resiliency that you built in navigating that you've found life on purpose and created something from that so before we get into what came out of that journey explain to the community like what what is postpartum like what is it like And, and and help us to go in your mind in in that regards I just want to say, I just love all these questions.
1: Like, I love, like, I'm a very reflective person. So, like, I really love to reflect um, because it helps me grow. Right. So, flashback two weeks, three weeks postpartum. Those were, like, the hardest weeks of my life. Uh, I was breastfeeding, trying to figure out how to do it. I was keeping a human alive. I was feeding her every hour. I mean, It just, I was busy um, in that season and really was on survival mode. Um, Getting out and moving my body was like 100% like needed. Um, And so, and I had a C-section too. So it was important. Movement was literal medicine for me. So two, three weeks postpartum, um, I had a friend that just had a baby and like shortly after me. And I wanted to give her the diapers that I didn't use that my baby had outgrown. And I was like, instead of just giving her these diapers, why don't I write like an affirmation or a Bible verse like on the back of it so she can see it while she's changing her baby's diaper? And so I did that. And that was really where um my purpose i feel like was born um was in that rough season it was really beautiful um and i didn't even know it at the
0: time I wanted to take a little bit of time out of the episode to be able to share with you a project i've been working on that has now launched and pre-orders are available for you so if you are a special needs mama or you know of a mama raising a child with a disability this is for you it is a gratitude journal that highlights 30 mamas on the same journey with you, ranging from different disabilities to a wide range of ages. And on the left side of the journal, you will find their story and how they found the joy and the gratitude in the prompt that you're gonna then be prompted on the right side of the journal for you to pour your heart and find the fuel that fuels your purpose in your journey while also feeling surrounded by a community that sees you That feels you and that understands you. It's all of this is dedicated to my mama what I wish she had 41 years ago to feel us not so much alone on this journey. So it's my gift to you, and I want to celebrate it with other women. So I am excited to be able to have this available. Don't wait any longer. Go visit my website, piecesofme.org, and get your gratitude journal today, whether it's for you or gift it to a mama that you know needs it along this journey. Now let's get back to today's episode. There's a couple of episodes back. um, I was, I I talk about my infertility journey. So um, I think what a lot of women don't want to talk about is postpartum is a real thing. And and you don't want to admit that you're going through postpartum because it, I, you know, I think that society feels like that's a sign of weakness or what woman wouldn't, you know, love this new life that's coming to it and they just don't prepare you for, you know, your nipples being raw from breastfeeding. Cry- like I don't remember how many times like I cried as I breastfed and just the sleepless nights and your hormones are all out of whack and, and then you're supposed to be like, this is the joyous time of of a woman's life right and I think I struggled when I realized I was going through postpartum I was three months um my you know my first was three months and why I struggled with asking for help um and I pushed down the feelings that I was feeling and really just kind of depressed and I would cry in the shower the reason I did that is because I was going through infertility and I prayed so long God just give me a baby like I wanted a baby and we had to go through so much you know we were almost right before we were blessed with being able to conceive you know it was our last go-around of fertility treatment because we were going to adopt next and so I felt like I prayed for this like I prayed for this baby I prayed for this life I wanted nothing more to be a mom and then at three months into it I'm like what are these feelings I'm having like I I, not that I hated life but there was this weird balance of like this is supposed to be joyful but I'm sad in the middle of it because I felt like my life was stripped before me and everybody pours I don't know if you felt this but like this is the way I remember like everybody's there the first couple weeks of a baby's life um you know like people are fixing meals and they're they're stopping by to hold so you can go take a nap and all of these things, like your husband is right there because it's so new. But three months, three months after, I had a transition to go back to work. Um, I, no one was fixing meals. So, like, I lost my support system besides my parents and, and my husband, but just trying to figure out, it was, it was very lonely. And I remember calling my doctor and saying, I don't know these feelings I'm having, but like, I, I think I need help. And, you know, I was able to get on medicine and then I was breastfeeding. So like that medicine was. De- so I'm just here to say like, and I think that's what I really wanted you to be able to express is when I was hearing you talk about your postpartum journey and, and we're friends outside of, uh, in this world. And so it really brought back that journey and that, that season of life I was in, I got through it. But I was very, I did not talk about it and of, of receiving medicine while I was breastfeeding and all these things like people, I felt less than and I think society makes women feel less than as a mom um, because we're not normalizing like the the emotions, right? And me sharing that is that are, can you feel, did you feel like that's really fresh? I realized that, but did you feel some of the same experiences and how did you kind of and how are you navigating to overcome that? So I definitely can relate. Um I feel
1: like that 3 month mark is like the time where those feelings start coming up and like each month I felt like things were changing. Like it's the season where everything is changing all the time. Oh. And it's like okay, just whenever I'm hitting my stride, the next thing comes in and it's like what i really do feel like i owe all the credit and all the glory to god because my faith is really what has helped me um navigate postpartum and therapy Mm. therapy is crucial like (laughs) yes i am a advocate for therapy i love it um maternal mental health it matters and i think we all have a story to share like whether you're postpartum have a one-year-old, two-year-old on up. Therapy is so beneficial. And letting people love on me. Um, I think that was a really hard thing for me to do. Um, and I'd still been working on it. But <laughs> I'm a work in progress. Not isolating. Mm. I had heard so much before having my baby that, like, they're like, oh, motherhood is such a lonely season. It's so lonely. And I'm like, it shouldn't have to be. Mm, Yes. And I'm just like, okay, I'm going to make a solid effort to reach out to my friends and check on them. Like, I really do feel like we can serve others better whenever we get beyond ourselves. And that's what I'm about. I mean, it's just reach out to your people, love on your people. And that's why I have created the bit like I created a business in October
0: yes so let's um let's kind of dive into that one of the nuggets that I want to say before we dive into your business is that you mentioned and I love is you're very intentional about getting what you needed to get to not isolate and I think that so many t- adult friendships are very very hard and women are just they're they're we're weird and hard beast (laughs) i don't know you know that comparing the compete or you know of trying to stay face to a certain look or a certain mentality and making it look like we have all of our shit together and i think that sometimes that is what i love about you is you just kind of strip that away and and you're putting yourself out there and being very intentional so that you are not isolating yourself and in in reality you're pouring into others but in doing that you've found your own community that that is able to pour into you and so i am super excited because when you share this idea with me we were at a, a women's conference together and you're like I have this idea i'm like does not need to be a nonprofit. you better go after it. it's a dang good idea and let's figure that out so yeah share with them like out of sometimes the the hardest seasons come sometimes the biggest blessings and what was that for you
1: oh, absolutely you said it best um yes the biggest blessing ever uh and you I feel like you you have to be put in those situations so faith found me I created it uh, in October of last year 2022 and it is a sticker that goes on the back of a baby's diaper and it has phrases as, uh, I deserve the love I give others. I am beautiful. I am anchored in God. Um, I am, uh, anchored in God's truth that I'm doing my best and that's enough. Um, I am worthy. I mean, there's so many, like I'm all about, um, affirmations, but these are anchored affirmations and I have based it around like floral like it's floral designs I've also have also have um like boy designs so very much like boy and girl like I have it all but um it is been really amazing seeing it come to life um I I took a sharpie Mm -hmm. and would like I am beautiful and I would write bible verses on it and Now it's like I've created a sticker to put on the back of the diaper and then encourage moms to read it out loud as they change their baby's diaper. I mean, they're changing diapers every hour. (laughs) I mean, maybe even, you know, more frequent than that. But yeah, so that is my mission. And I mean, I love it. I'm fired up about it. I'm empowered by it. Um, I really do feel like with faith found me so maybe i should get into what faith found me really is Mm -hmm. um so faith found me in three different ways so my birth given middle name is faith and my faith has grown since moving here and just the community just seeing like watching other people's walks with god has been so inspiring to me and my faith has grown so much just observing and like taking that on like I do a devotional every morning, like I have a morning routine, like, um, and so the third way is my daughter's middle name is Faith, and little fun fact, uh, I didn't want to name her Addison Faith, uh, that was all my husband's doing, um, Addison is actually my late father's middle name, or, yeah, middle name, and My husband was like, I love your middle name, Faith, so let's just, let's call her Addison Faith, and I don't know, it's just a, it's a beautiful thing, really, um, I'm very grateful, um, very, very grateful, so yeah, that's Faith Found Me, um. And there's a lot of exciting things happening,
0: yeah, I think when you first kind of shared the idea um with me in reference to what you had planned, I just could feel or and, and like I visualized this mama that is two a m in the morning, you know having to get out of bed and nurse for the you know or give a bottle um to each of their own um. And, you know, she's working on one to two hours uh, of sleep. And the baby has a blowout in the middle of the night after giving the bottle or, or nursing. And it's just like you feel defeated and like you're about to have to do it when you do this. You're about to do it all over again. And just that seeing that mama see the diaper seeing the the sticker and having and saying that affirmation of just that word of encouragement and knowing that you know god's within them and being able to support them through sometimes the most amazing journey of their life but sometimes the hardest um emotionally roller coaster that you're you'll ever go through with having a child and becoming a mom and um doubting yourself and 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 not like losing yourself. I think that women tend to lose themselves. And so I just, when you came and you shared this idea, I was like, man, that would just be the right reminder for women not to lose themselves in this season and, and just constantly have that reminder. So yeah. What, where do you see this going? Like what's your big dream for it?
1: So my big dream, my big vision for it is to see for a, really a diaper company to,
0: print this on their diapers so i know that you have like packages where people can purchase like a package like if you're going to a baby shower like we're all women here so like listening and we're always looking for that unique gift that when you go um to i got you covered girl yeah how do they what how do they buy these stickers or what can they um
1: how can they find you so i'm on instagram uh faith found me 22 and i'm also on facebook uh faith found me And there's a link in the bio, and we ship and deliver, local delivery.
0: So, it's a great baby shower gift. I got you covered. So, if there is a new mama listening right now, and you just come out of the season of, you just celebrated her one-year birth, like, didn't you? Or are you planning her one-year birthday, Addison's? It's next, yeah, next Saturday. Next, see, I knew Mm -hmm. I was close. So new mama listening that may be going through just those postpartum feelings um what what's your biggest advice to her right now
1: give yourself grace grace was my word for last year if you want to breastfeed and like you're very passionate about doing that then do it like take the steps like and really you could you know put that to anything if Mm -hmm. it's something you want to do then don't let anybody change your mind just do it like for me I wanted to breastfeed and it was I went to lactation twice but I fought like hell to do it you know it's like that with anything in life really it's like if you want to do something do it don't listen to
0: society Mm -hmm. you know society's got a lot to say oh don't they one of the books I'm reading right now, um, it really talks about your want should be your motivation, and a lot of times we're looking for extern- like the outside validation, but like really your heart of your want should be your motivation for anything, and you know everything's figureoutable. I remember, man, it brings back memories. I remember when I was breastfeeding, and luckily I have two healthy boys, but. Both boys, I breastfed for th- one. The first one was 13 months. The next one was 11 months. So I, my goal was one year, and I made it to that goal. But I'm going to tell you right now, is the hardest damn thing I've ever had to do in my entire life. And your life revo- revolves around a three-hour cycle. <laughs> um, but I'll always, my my biggest advice for that is get yourself a breast friend. We I used to have a breast friend. We called each other that and she knew that like if I was struggling and I wanted to give up she knew my heart was that I did not want to and I was just venting and crying and tank and so she was going to be the one that sounded like was my sounding board be like no girl you can do this don't give up because I'm gonna tell you society tells you so much like it's not worth it like give up you know like take the easy way which again I'm not belittling that journey for everybody goes through their own journey. Um, but if you really want to do something, you gotta be motivated and have yourself a breast friend.
1: I also wanna say to piggyback off of that, I've just stopped the process of breastfeeding and um that that's been very hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I put a lot of pressure on myself to make it to one year and my body and my baby just wasn't I mean she's she was over it you know Mm -hmm. and so you really like whenever you know you know like to start that transition um I really got in my head a lot this has been within the last month I have to give breast milk like I can't give formula buy the high dollar formula you guys (laughs) it's good your baby's fed Mm -hmm. and so I think I needed to say that too
0: Well, Hannah, you have been such a blessing. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's been great hearing about your journey. And I want to encourage everyone to go check out your business and you on social media. I love all the stuff you're doing on TikTok as well. So guys, until next time, dream big and do the damn thing. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, would you share it with someone? Or share it on social media and tag me. I am so glad we are on this journey together. Let's keep this relationship going because I am here for it. Follow me on Instagram or Facebook at Pieces of Me by Amanda and DM me to join one of my private groups where we can dive even deeper into disabilities or finding your passion and purpose. Let's fuel each other.